0: All right, here we are in another episode of our Dad Pod. My name is Kyle. I'm joined by Rick, Matt, and Simon. We're talking about all things dad-related, all concerns that every dad out there has. We're trying to bring our fatherly wisdom from a many collective years of experience, most of which is brought to us by Rick. And today we have a special <laughs> question from Simon. What is it that, we are, uh, that you are wrestling with that we can try and help with?
1: Yeah, so I want to talk about pets. Right. Um, so we're, we're, uh, my wife is due in January and, uh, that'll be our first baby. So I'm the, I'm the new dad on the pod. And I, I just want to, I'm just wondering how, how, what are some good ways to introduce, uh, pets to a baby? Um, do you just like let them run wild and see what happens or do you try to do some kind of controlled, um, a little bit at a time type of thing? Um, my specific scenario is I have uh I have a golden doodle which is a 50 pound dog um high high energy but very gentle and a a little uh freeze little dog 20 pounds that uh is a very jealous dog um if we have anything in our hands he wants to bump it out and be in our hands so my concern with him especially is that he's Going to um, not hurt the baby, but just like always, be trying to nudge his way in, and because that's how it's gone with everything else that we've we've uh, shown value to. That's not him. So um, those, those are kind of specific to my situation, but uh, I mean broader too. Just pets in general with babies uh, is a f- good first place to start with that question. I think. So you guys have any experience with that?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you made the first noise. Um, you first. <laughs> whoops, <laughs> I guess I I've never really in my life not had pets. I don't remember a time when I didn't have pets. Um, but specifically to the question, like the immediate question, At hands of pets of babies. When we had our first child, we had a we had a big golden retriever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably a hundred pound golden retriever. He was he was pretty overweight uh, and overbearing, um, and uh, we've had lots of cats. And, uh, and I don't remember there being that much to it. I okay. think it, 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 maybe this could be one of those things that it's easy to overthink, but maybe your dogs, <laughs> maybe your dogs are a little different. You said one of them is pretty jealous and, and, and could be intense. Um, I don't know. The, the concerns that I have are doing anything that is a little hard to sustain, um, that is like out of the ordinary, so that you have to go through this like period of adjusting to the norm. Um, and then also, uh, animals just, like, have this way of, um, I don't know, and kids kind of do, too, I think, of just sensing... Uh, if you make a big deal out of something, it'll be a big deal. And and if you're chill, the pets will be kind of chill. And, uh, you know, uh, and that's, that's kind of been um, an observation of mine with both pets and kids. If you don't make a big deal out of it, then... Ev- the room will be calmer, and I don't know. What do you guys think? Did you have pet- pets when you had babies?
2: Mm. Uh, not so. We have a golden retriever, and he's becoming one of the laziest dogs I've ever met. So that <laughs> makes uh, that's a little different. So, so we have. I think we got him as a puppy when our youngest was two. Uh, I guess she, almost two. So she was. Yeah, it certainly was a little different situation. Um, And I think he was different. He's a puppy. He's eager. He's excited. And uh, so I don't remember doing anything specific other than just being very cognizant of he was an excited, big, growing dog that could knock her over. And so she was a little jumpy about him. And I think it was just on her side. And this little different with a baby. um, Mm -hmm. She could, okay, pet him, give him this treat, get used to him. And then, on his side of just hey you can you can be a, a dog, but uh if you invade her space and and that there's gonna we're gonna have to yeah <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah I, don't, we, I don't we never really got into other than like okay, you're too excited, you need to go out of the house sure. he' has a safe place in the in the yard, that kind of thing where she needs the, the to... dog or the yeah, dependent. Situational. Well, yeah, for us, it was you know, it's her. She's the priority on on that. But he's also now we've had uh, a nephew who's born, who's now two. Spent time with him, and he's just so gentle. Where he won't be necessarily gentle with other people, but um, he w- he's gentle overall. But he's not. I I could just see him getting too excited and whatnot and he is just very gentle very willing to be a little bit jumped on and abused by this uh, mm. toddler and he's very chill ab- about it and loves he loves the attention so different breed breed of dog mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely you know there's different he's the the kid doesn't live at our house but we see him a couple times a week so uh, that's my best yeah other I would just say that's my experience and i kind of you know for me it's just kind of feeling it out and be individual to the dog and to the situation, I guess.
0: Am I right or wrong that it's, it's a little more of a big deal when the kid is mobile, at, like on the on the ground crawling and mm. walking, you know, in the in the first few months, you know, your your baby's in your arms in a container or, or a, 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 a receptacle <laughs> of, of some I don't know, a thing buckled into something very easily put out of reach of your dogs, but a time will come in the following year where the kid is now on the floor and that's when it becomes a bigger deal.
3: I think that's part of it. Um, I mean, part of this I think is, you know, first parent jitters that you're overthinking everything. (laughs) It's Uh, a part. uh, part. It it is. It's, it's it's a real thing. And, and, uh, I mean, my daughter's going through it now having her first kid about the same time you are. So grandpa
2: Rick, (sighs) shut up. Yeah.
3: Uh, and so, yeah, I mean that they're, Overthinking every you know little aspect of you know um, a sign out a sign in and sign out sheet of who's allowed to come over. And <laughs> I mean, right, right, No, but seriously, like it, it can, can can get pretty interesting. Yeah,
0: where would they go to high school? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I think that's part of it. But then um, there are some things that you actually can do. Um, so I don't know if you've ever went to uh, a shelter or a rescue center or anything like that and try to like adopt an animal. But they'll go through a questionnaire with you, ask if you have kids, specifically younger kids. And if so, um, they actually have a, best way I could put a, a stress test that they put a, an animal through, where they'll do all the things that a little kid will do to an animal. So they'll, mm. they'll pull on its tail, they'll pull on its ear, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll push it, shove it, lean on it, all those kinds of things, and mm. see how the animal reacts. Probably so this, make
0: piercing noises. yeah. <laughs> <Kids> <laughs> yeah. Are.
3: Yeah, and um, you know, and they'll do this for for cats and dogs, and so uh, they'll put it through those things to see how it would react in an extreme case, because that's the kind of things that kids they're going to do, they're going to they're going to try to grab it, they're going to they're going to be pulling on it, especially when they're younger and mm. and you know trying to pull up on everything. Um, so that's some things you could do just as a, as a precursor hmm. to kind of see you know what reaction uh, the animal gives. But also, I can say you know animals are pretty co- well cats and dogs are pretty conscious of what's going on in a household. I mean, when they can tell when, you know, there's, there's stress in the home, they can tell when, um, you know, there's, there's the upset feelings or, or whatever, or when there's just that nervous energy. Mm-hmm. And so to, as, as Kyle said, be aware of that, trying to be calming, make this a happy thing mm-hmm. and not like a, Hey, you know, you're moved down the rung now in the family. Cause this new, you know, this new member has entered. So not, making it that, that type of situation, um, will be helpful. So, um, so there's, there's a few things you can do as a, as a precursor, but I think in in a lot of ways you don't know until, you know, you don't know until that situation happens. Um, obviously being super cautious, you know, not, you know, don't shove the baby in in the animal's face and say, I wonder what it's going to do. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, but. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just, uh, just some, yeah, yeah, (laughs) general advice. That, uh, that, talking about like
1: the nervous energy and things like that, I, th- it reminds me of my, my friend just had his first baby and, and they also have a golden doodle. And he said that they like were really like hard on their dog because they were like scared it was going to like accidentally hurt the baby. So they like would like yell at the dog and like keep it way away from the baby and stuff. And he said that now the dog, <laughs> there it is now. <laughs> he, he said that now the dog, uh, doesn't really, um, go, go near the baby or associate with the baby because it kind of associated it with getting in trouble and being yelled at. So, um, I, that's something I've been thinking about too, is like, yeah, with that, being aware that what kind of energy I'm bringing to it and what, how I'm, how, what I'm setting it up for this dog. Am I setting them up to fail and setting them up to be, have this be a bad, uh, situation but i think too i i gather from you guys that it's probably not as uh complicated and part of it's just, just you know uh bringing the baby home and seeing how the dogs do and putting them in the crate if they uh, just accordingly yeah.
0: yeah do and they actually have like proximity shock collars for pets uh, they where have, they like, get too close ones. to the baby that
3: <laughs> No, they have remote ones (laughs) that you can, like, uh, you know, choose to zap them or Uh, not. Or, you know, sometimes it vibrates or, you know, whatever humane or inhumane (laughs) thing you want to do. So they do have those. But honestly, I can say what should actually be a bigger concern to you when it comes to pets and and children is actually when you take your child out amongst family, friends, whatever, uh, around foreign animals. Those are actually the bigger concern to have Mm. um, because – They have no relationship with your child. They, you you know, you haven't went through all the thinking and process that you're currently going through with your own animals. Mm -hmm. No one else is is doing that. So when you enter a foreign uh, situation with an animal that's not, you know, maybe never been on, and and it's not. That's totally true. And it's it's not necessarily. It's kind of a cliche, but it's it's kind of true. Is it's always grandparents' homes. And they're animals that are always the most dangerous because Ugh. they're not used to little kids. Um, yeah. So you know they're used to being you know ruling the, the roost and you know um, you know biting whenever you know they ch- when they don't get their way or whatever. Right. And so um, so there's going to be some hostility there. So that's that's actually the more concerning yeah. situation. Yeah, it's the chance for
0: you yeah. to like instill like at the appropriate level of respect and fear of animals, not mm-hmm. not like. An, uh, not an unhealthy amount of fear or they're scared of every animal or not a, an unhealthy amount of comfort where they're put, putting themselves in harm's way. Right. Um, but your pet should be an opportunity to teach that to your kids.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I remember walking in, you know, Christmas day, some grandparents house and some, niece, nephew, whatever walks in the door and first inclination, because they have an animal too, is to just go and grab the dog. Right. Yeah. And that dog's not used to that child, let alone being grabbed like that. And they adversely react. Mm-hmm. And and that's actually the, the dangerous situation. So it's knowing, okay, there's an animal there. It's this type of animal from my experience. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just, Just give it its space, you know, just, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's being cognizant of that and just preparing for it and and having those conversations when, you know, the kid can listen and know what you're saying. Yeah.
0: An observation we had this, this past year when we had twins um, was uh, we remarked how (sighs) these babies are so much messier when they eat than our first baby. What is the deal? What is with these kids making such a huge mess that we're having to clean up after every meal? And then it hit us eventually. For the first baby we had a dog. Mm-hmm. We never needed to clean up the floor after a meal. Not once. It was awesome. Yep. Yep. It was incredible. And yep. now uh, we don't have a dog anymore. He's dead. And oh. uh, and now there's just a huge mess on the floor. Every single meal. He could have buried him or something. To...
1: Oh, the food was on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: that got, well, I'd that be got s- dark quick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I I'd be happy to send over my dog. He lives for leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> Once a day,
0: bring him over for the <laughs> That's right, the, the cleanup. cleanup. Yep, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, I had a friend from church say exactly that same thing to me a couple months ago, that the whole dog the whole dog, having a dog and not having a dog with kids. Mm-hmm. Like there's just just suctions. Just get all the get all the
0: broken pieces. It's so much the kids are so messy. I don't. I most of the time I think more is on the floor than in their stomachs. And,
1: yeah, uh, that's truth. Well, yeah. and actually, yeah. uh, you know, I had I had a problem uh, the other day. I had I had I left some cookies on the on the table. Actually, those cookies that you gave me, Kyle. Oh, and oh. Uh, my dog was nice enough to clean them up for me and just uh, rip into them and you know uh, oh, eat half the cookies. So, <laughs> they you know, they don't always just stick to the floor too. Sometimes Bad dog. <laughs>
2: wow. wait, wait a second. Simon got cookies. I didn't get cookies. Yes, you did. Oh
3: yeah. That's Stop. Right. Stop. Hey, no, you just I didn't tell your wife you got cookies. Yeah. That's true.
0: Uh, yeah. Mm, interesting.
3: Hey, we oh. broke into those yesterday, just so you know. Okay. So
0: I hope they were delicious.
3: Right, we didn't finish them yet. So although we didn't leave them close to the ground where a dog them, so yeah, it wasn't because on the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
3: bad dogs. Well, yeah. and and I. I actually this I will leave this open for the group when it comes to, to pets and, and kids. So is there more appropriate, less appropriate animals for children? Um like I was
0: just gonna go there. We've been talking about dogs pretty yeah, much.
3: Yeah, pretty much. So I mean you know. there's other animals out there and I this mean is true. Is there, I know. Uh you know, is there what's your guys' experience been? I mean, I know you guys have some some weird animals, so um you know, is there ones that kid you have chickens, okay? Yeah, to know. me, that's weird, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, um, you're not on a farm. But anyway, you know, is there more appropriate, less appropriate? What's been your guys' experience with the animals that you have had?
2: I'll just say, our family, we, my wife was a reluctant dog owner, and so it's at first she was like, oh, "Can we get a dog? He stays outside." That doesn't really work in Michigan yeah. in the winter, yeah. Right. Uh, so. He's inside. He's a great dog. She's glad to have him. I don't think she's just not a dog lover. So, Mm uh, so we're pretty limited. We have had chickens, which she also didn't love. Indoor or outdoor? Uh, Chickens? Yeah. Uh, definitely outdoor. (laughs) 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 No judgment. I've seen it happen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I don't have a lot of experience, but I think in our case, we were just talking to a friend who's not a dog person, but her her husband and her kids would love a dog, and just she's she's still coming around to it. She's like, it's just mm. I just don't need one more thing to do. But I don't know. So I'm interested in your other animals. But we I, we've had chickens, we've had a duck, we've had a goose, and they uh, loved them. So all the, good with go- the goose just- and the duck were best friends. Called them peanut butter and jelly. <laughs>
1: and our kids are
2: still sad that That's we cute. had to leave them in Tennessee like when we moved back. So. so did
1: did the kids help uh, help take care of them, or what did that? Did they interact with them? At like, what would look, what did their relationship with them look like?
2: Yeah, so we had them out with the chickens, and they were certainly you know farm animals. But we yeah we had them out in the yard, and they would kind of chase them around and feed them and and things like mm-hmm. that. So probably not as I, I know some chicken lovers and and poultry lovers that are,
0: you know, they're they're very,
2: very involved with it the, with their with
3: their poultry. Um so we have half the Instagram the accounts that it. I follow are just
0: chickens. Uh, chicken farmers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There's some really good ones. What
3: wait, what so. happened to your ducks and goose like a uh, the dying. Or?
2: We couldn't figure out what happened. Um and I thought maybe it had choked or something like that. That's that's another story, Cause, uh yeah, that's an, that's another story. But the the goose we gave to friends when we moved from Tennessee and just weren't sure. We just knew we couldn't bring it with us. Hmm. Um, so they still they were pretty bitter about it for the first year. So they obviously had a connection, you know, mm. to to that to them. So yeah.
3: Um, well, Kyle and your chicken farm. What what your your kids like them? Yeah. Best friends. They Hello. name them.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, our, our daughter, who she was uh, two, maybe two at the time, and she named all the chickens um, hamburger, popcorn, cranberry, <laughs> Susan, um, Chloe, um, and uh, Cheek Cheek, um, and uh, Rosemary, and Reggie White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it.
2: Those but are the best diversity names, diversity of names. I know.
1: Excellent. <laughs>
0: Like we didn't. We didn't lead her on anything. She kids' creativity.
1: Yes. Well, didn't you tell her like a children's story through her life about Reggie White? Or yeah. Like
0: well, that? we have a little board Packers fan book that has okay. like famous of Packers, you Packers do. players, and every of you do. Uh, she would she would request that book every night for a little while, and you know point to that's Daddy's favorite player, and oh. and, and then she'd say Reggie White. Reggie so it wasn't White. a children's book. He just made it a children's book. She well, it is, it, little, it, oh, it is a is? little children. It was a little kids' book. Oh, okay. Like get to know the Packers team. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's adorable. Start them young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's great. She's great. I would love to start a podcast one day that's just like animal stories. Uh, uh, but um, I grew up on a farm and we raised everything. Oh, and We had a lot of animals. And I've, I've had all of them and raised like not, not really anything too exotic, but every farm animal. That you can think of, you know, we had the chickens, ducks, cows, pigs, horses, cows, um, you know, rabbits, turkeys, the whole, the whole lot. Goats. Oh, yeah. Yep. Lots of goats. oh no yeah No, we had, we did the goat's milk thing for a long time and, mm. and sheep and all, yeah, all the farm animals that you can, that you oh, can have no there lot. are customary. Uh, no, let's see. That's a little exotic, yeah, exact. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: How involved with you, were you as a kid in taking care of? In Pretty
0: involved. That's the oldest, so I was the first one like taking on any responsibilities when it came to animals. So when we first got chickens, I was a little boy. I was probably eight years old at the time when we first moved out of the town out of town and got a house in the country. Got some animals, and I was taking care of the chickens and would sell eggs to the neighbors, you know, for a dollar or a dozen or something like that. And
3: uh, the entrepreneur was born.
0: Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, that was my first experience at that and it um, all about pricing and demand and, and so on. Uh, yeah, so um, I I won't run out of animal stories uh, anytime soon. That's a little weird. Okay, pick it up there. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to run out of animal stories anytime soon, so I want to keep it focused on the, on the matter at hand. But having that perspective and having grown up with all of them and watch all of them go through the cycle of life, every one of them hatching and giving birth and watching all of this and watching every kind of them die. And I've certainly buried more pets than anybody I know. Mm. Um, There was a time where we had a whole pit of death on the property that was just for, you know, we had a lot of animals, many, many, many. And uh, so in terms of my favorites that I think were really, really great... For kids, I personally thought chickens were great. I still do. Uh, I think that they ha- have surprising little personalities and they're not overly difficult if you set up your chicken space appropriately. Uh, they're not a lot of work, uh, but they can be fun um, and something that I think young kids could handle. Um, you know, st- other like outdoor animals. I think uh, sheep are pretty stupid, and pigs can be hard, and and cows and horses are probably are in like the bigger kid territory uh, once they're a little older. Um, you know, but but the other stuff, rabbits can be fun, and goats are not that hard. Um, they do eat everything, and they can damage stuff sometimes. But uh, yeah, uh, chickens are probably my personal favorite. When it comes to pets.
3: Really over the cat and dog.
0: Uh, well, that's, that's, almost, that's almost not fair. Okay. Because cat and dog, they have the advantage of being like very well domesticated animals who live in your home and can cuddle up with you and you can get to know much more intimately. Mm-hmm. And they are smarter. I, I think chickens are interesting and can have funny personalities, but they're very dumb. Yeah. Um, it's part of the entertainment. It is. When <laughs> sure you get kids involved. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah, it's a real treat. Um I think that there's a lot to be said for uh giving kids the experience of growing up with animals and and having like a healthy relationship with animals and an understanding of the whole life cycle with them and and to um go through that process of um watching them from birth and Taking being responsible for them, teaching responsibility. I mean, what's what's a better way to teach a kid responsibility than like this? The, obviously, the stakes are high, but the thing dies if you do a poor job, um, and that's not the same with like cleaning your room. Mm. Uh, so it, they're really powerful for teaching those important life lessons, and 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 then the animals always die. They don't, uh, for the most part, outlive us. So. You'll, they'll have the experience of going through burying, and uh, and grieving with, and and having, a, I think, a, I don't know, just like a healthy understanding of the cycle of life, uh, which uh, which I think I I appreciated, you know, I don't think I got too scarred from burying hundreds and hundreds of animals over the years. The death pit. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> think so. Is that the official name? <laughs> <word. laughs> Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. It's great.
2: Yeah. We've, uh, my son wants to live on a farm, wants to run a farm, which is great because I love homesteading. I love those aspects. I'm a little limited on one acre in town, but uh, I've certainly pushed the boundaries in the terms of the gardening and the orchard <laughs> and all of those things. So I haven't jumped back into animals since we since we moved from a little bit of property, but he has convinced pigs and all of these things, and uh, which is great, but just getting him to do his chores uh, on a <laughs> daily basis is a challenge. challenge. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there are so many benefits to seeing that life cycle, though, because he has, this. I won't take this down the homesteading path, but he's literally helped me butcher chickens and when he was like six years old, and that was just, uh, you know, that, I was like, are you sure you want to do that? You know, just really and I think it really gave him an appreciation uh for yeah. for that and a willingness, you know, just to be part of that. So, it was interesting. You see it regardless. Sure. You see it, there's the death pit whether you
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be the type of purist who says that there's a there's a, a right thing or a wrong thing and a good and a bad, but I I it's maybe a reflection of the values that you have and that you want your family to have, but, you know, um we didn't grow up being the squeamish type who mm. uh, would be afraid of handling things or getting our hands dirty or um, uh, or just like difficult situations. You know, you, you just, you deal with them and you don't run from them and, uh, you know, life stuff, yeah. life stuff. There's just like so much that you can learn about the hard parts of life condensed into your relationship and responsibility for a living creature
3: yeah, especially when they have a, a shorter lifespan. I mean, they're going to go through that process, True, yeah. possibly several times. Mm-hmm.
0: So. And they're very dumb and find ways to hurt themselves all the time. Right.
3: The kids are the like
0: ki- yeah, just like oh, kids okay. do. Just I, like kids.
3: Sometimes you transition. Yeah, sorry, begin, I'm, I'm not good at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean, and uh, I mean, I I was raised on a not not as extensive as your farm, but um, you know, forty acres. So we had. Cows, chickens, goats, those types of things, mm-hmm. and my dad was raised on a farm, on a dairy farm, so, like, that was his way of, like, reliving his childhood, which he, I don't know why he wanted to relive it, because <laughs> he's like, I don't want to ever be a farmer, and then we start getting farm animals, and I'm like, right. you don't make sense, All right. so. I want
0: to live on a farm where you, yeah. my son, <laughs> yeah. uh, take care of it. Yeah, right? so
3: when the cows got out a few times, um, you know, we got rid of the cows, and then um yeah so yeah there was a, there was when those things of get
0: out gosh, oh gosh, gosh yeah, you the get to neighbors meet all hate your neighbors you. <laughs> the neighbors hate you <laughs> oh man the times we chase, chase the sheep through the neighborhood and through the woods it's, nah, it's terrible pigs there's nothing worse than loose pigs yeah. they're so fast and you can't catch them there's nothing to grab you know <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's terrible
3: we should look up uh you Know, guy chasing tackling pig videos, or right. like, Endless it. hilarity. Oh. oh,
2: gosh. I mean, back in the day, they would grease up a pig and then, that yeah, was part of the party,
3: right? I mean, maybe your family from like- the south, but yeah, I, I'm not from the south. I literally <laughs> just said, I just said day. this to my brother. Back last in the week. Day. I was like,
2: I could see how that could be fun. I literally said that, and I, I have no plans. But yeah, <laughs> <I>
0: in that <laughs> context, how- it's so fun, right? Yeah, right. uh, on a farm. When they escape, oh. not on their time, not on your time, right? <laughs> oh man!
3: But and then uh, you know, then raising raising children um, had a, you know about every animal you can have inside a home. We we've had um, the only thing I can say we like, well we weren't bird people because um, that's a that's a particular type of person. <laughs> um, <laughs> bird people. Bird, no, they they just are like it's a certain different type different from foul people. Right. Right. Yes. yes. It's spelled, oh. spelled different. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then that and spiders. That's the only th- only two types of animals we never really got into. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because there was somebody in the home that said, "I will not live here anymore <laughs> if you get a spider." So, um. is that pretty common? I feel similarly. That's really, a pretty common thing. I mean, I know people oh, they have tarantulas, cool. oh, but oh, cool, man! Oh, for I sure. I mean, you don't like snuggle with them or anything. But... <laughs> no, but no. that's
2: what pictures on Google are for. <laughs> is <viewing> these things.
3: <laughs> so, but we, you know, we've had snakes, and um, to this day, and I'm sure my mom will never listen to this podcast, but uh, to this day, my mom did not know that we had a snake, and because she said, "If you ever get any type of non-legged creature in this home, I will never come and visit." Cause she hates things like no goldfish. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, well we had, we had fish, so okay. she, she still gotcha. lives at then. But yeah. yeah, so, um, so we had that, um, you know, they live quite a long time if you didn't mm-hmm. know. So that's one thing to consider. Um, where did you
0: keep this thing secret that your mom didn't know about?
3: Um, basement in my son's room. Okay. Um, so it was his, his pet. So it was in wow. his room. And, um, you know, he, he just said it was always really messy in my room. You can't come and see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got away with that. Um, so, but you know, they get, they get, you know, know what, how big the adult gets, yeah. um, uh, because a snake will fit anything in its mouth. Um, so anything it can fit in its mouth, it will put in its mouth. Mm. So, uh, so yeah. And then, you know, you have to handle them. If you don't handle them, they'll get aggressive uh, same thing with, you know, mm. most of your lizards and such. Um, if you don't wow. handle them, they will get aggressive. Um, you need to get them daily used to being around people. Mm. Um, so, and then how you feed them, you know, do you feed them live? Do you feed them not live? Yeah. So all those kind of questions and such. And then of course, you know, fish tanks and dogs and cats and all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, so more of a farm in the house than outside <laughs> of it. So, oh boy. but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, you know, most of like the smaller lizards and stuff is, is what my kids would want uh, to take care of when they were you know younger. Yeah. And so that was our kind of training tool, and we went through a few lizards because of that. And so they,
1: they would just, like, come to you and say, I want a lizard, and you'd be like, okay, let's go get one?
3: Um, no, I mean, there was – it was a whole process yeah. um, of, like, you know, well, let's look at, you know, how much it costs. And, mm. you know, okay, let's work you towards earning the funds to get okay. that animal. Um, and I've had – I've, I've, it's funny, I've talked to other parents and they're like, yeah, we did that with, with dogs. And it's like, and yeah, you have five dogs because they're not that expensive at a shelter. So <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Oh, we're going to save up. And it's like, yeah, but now you're paying for vet bills and everything yeah. else. Like, and that's some you know, considerations that, that some people don't, don't take. So, um, but yeah, so like there was a, a whole process of it. Of course, you know, you know, tell me how you, you're going to take care of it. Mm. You know, do your own research, you know, tell, you know, you're the one that's taking care of it. I don't want to be the one that has to constantly tell you, Hey, by the way, they need to eat. You
1: know it's a little bit of a vetting process to make sure they were yeah in the right and, and make sure like it.
3: they they stick with the idea for for a period of time because okay. kids change yeah. their mind mm-hmm. all the time and so you know they'll really want something for one moment and then you know a couple months or minutes later they change their mind so um, so yeah there's usually like a there's a purpose of taking some time making sure they really really want it yeah um, you know and then you know just making sure they're prepared for it
0: right Correct.
3: Yeah, otherwise, you could get stuck with a tortoise for eighty-five years or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Some of those animals, those birds. Oh, my parents had a cockatiel, or my family did. I think, up after shortly around the time when I moved out, and man, that it's a loud creature. Yeah, they live a long time, and uh, and it was actually a strange, strange thing. It was one of the more more amusing pets we ever had because it had this bizarre relationship with one of our cats where it was utterly infatuated with one particular (laughs) long-haired cat. Uh, It was absolutely obsessed with this cat and the cat was actually down with it. And if we let the bird out of the cage, the bird would go to the cat and sit on the cat and like groom its little fur and nuzzle into the, and like ride the cat around and huh. follow her wherever she went.
2: Who needs Netflix when you have this? That's yeah. wild. Yeah.
0: It was very bizarre, huh. and and sometimes the bird would be throwing a fit, and we'd have to run around the house and find the cat and bring the cat to close where the bird could see her, and then he would calm down. Wow, and it was very strange huh. uh, and and kind of endearing.
3: Yeah, yeah. If they can get along, so can
0: we. I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Animals are funny. Animals are funny. I'm a, I'm generally a proponent of animals. That comes from a place of having had them all my own life. Ne- I don't know a time without animals, never experienced anything close to that. I don't know what the case would be to well, have an argument against uh, animals with your kids. I guess, you know, certain living conditions, I suppose, are not conducive to mm-hmm. raising the right pets. There are people with understandable allergies and so on, but I think that there's a there's a lot to go for it. Maybe can you guys think of any, any reasons to, for a new parent to hesitate or take this decision seriously?
3: I think, you know, if you're a scaredy person like Matt is and don't get a spider, I guess. That's true.
0: <laughs> Arachnophobia. No, I, I, so, I'm probably yeah. on
2: the, on the spectrum of that. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. Although I have, I was thinking as you were talking, I have been in the Dominican as one example on a little service project trip. And, in the shower, I mean, we had it was a roof over our but basically just a bunk and then showers. And in the shower, I remember two different occasions killing—I would assume were tarantulas. They were probably oh. wow. an inch and a half, two inches, right. you know, total with the hairy, <laughs> right. you know. All I just the,
3: wanted to shower all with All the stuff. And
2: literally a hundred yards out back was a farm where we saw real—I mean, sized, couple inches across tarantulas. So uh, I've been in those situations, and I don't want to do that again uh-huh. in, yeah. your, in your you home d- yes, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i know I, what to get you for christmas thank you i i took off my my flip-flop and smashed it against the, <laughs> the wall and i I'm, I'm good with tarantulas that's that's my experience i'm done <laughs> i'm well, done so so i uh, guess
3: animals that can hurt you um you and then i would say then not have that for your children right that it, would probably be on the list yeah, i think
1: being realistic with the capacity of your life too like if you if you're a family that Is two working parents and you're never really not home very often. If their dogs would just sit in the crate all day and then you don't have much time for them, it's good to think about Mm -hmm. that kind of thing too. How much are you going to be able to give an animal um, if you're, or if you have a really big family or something and it might impact your amount of pets you have, depending on how, I guess that goes back to what Kyle was talking about though, with how you involve the family in taking care of them though, because I mean, if it's just if it's just one member of the family trying to do it all, and they don't have time, it's different than if everyone kind of pitches in and it becomes a family thing. And yeah, mm, yeah,
2: wise words. I think for me, it comes down to, you know, are you used to like for you, Kyle, it's not a big deal. To, it sounds like have cats and chickens and whatnot. It's just been part of your life for a long time. And so, I think it depends. I would, you know, if you're Someone who's where it's a new thing is probably going to be a little stressful for a while, like the puppy phase, or figuring out the chickens, or whatever. Even even cats kind of can kind of keep to themselves have a kind of that period where it's going to be kind of tough, uh, but but it's it eventually just becomes part of your life. But mm-hmm. if you don't aren't going to enjoy that, and I think you can kind of figure that out um, with with other experiences with with friends or dog sitting. That's We did that before we got a dog as dog sat for uh, friends of ours, who, and the kids just loved it. Mm. And It really just kind of warmed them up, got them excited, and uh, got my wife and I on board with a temporary increase in, in work. We have four kids. We didn't need another uh, thing to do, <laughs> right, but right, it's right. been an, a definite huge addition to mm-hmm. our, our family, and yeah, we have to think about different aspects, but with good training and a good family situation, man, it's, it's so rewarding to have a pet in the family.
0: I think you're right. And that's a good observation that for those parents out there kind of trying to decide whether introducing a pet into the household is a good idea. Fostering pets is, is a thing. And there are a lot of, a lot of pets out there in need of like, even just temporary homes. I have some good friends who've done that for a little while and, um, uh, functionally not unlike the foster care for children system. Like there are yeah. there are pets who need temporary homes and there are pets who can end up being adopted by the uh, households who care for them. And it's a great way to just get some experience with it and see how it works in your family. All right. All right. Any any other questions, Simon?
1: No. Thanks guys. Appreciate
0: it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of the Dad Pod with a great question about pets from Simon. Thanks, guys.